What's happening? Welcome to season two of Apples and Snakes, the podcast. I'm your host, Yomi Shode, and we have a whole new set of poets and are still focusing on what it means to be black, British, and a poet or spoken word artist. If you're interested in getting a greater insight into the journeys of some of your faves, then join us and keep listening. Saying that, if you do like what you're hearing, Remember to subscribe wherever you would usually listen to your podcasts and rate us and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This episode, I'm talking to Kenny Baraka and John Bernard, digging into what it really takes to reach those that society deems as hard to reach. Hope you enjoy. I know I did. Yeah, it's an absolute pleasure to be speaking to to both of you. Um today how 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 are we how how are you feeling how are you feeling first and foremost yeah all, all, all good looking looking forward to this excited yeah um, <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah not knowing what to expect but um expect the unexpected but it's all good yeah. <laughs> wicked wicked thank you john um, um kenny how you feeling man how you feeling yeah we're good we're good uh vi- vibrating on a on a hopefully a uh Simultaneous collaborative frequency. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I am. Um, listen, folks, if you don't know, if you don't know the folks I'm talking to, I'm speaking to John Bernard. I'm speaking to Kenny Baraka. Um, it's, it's, I, I'm excited. I'm, I'm really just, I've been waiting for this conversation because I think there's so many areas that we can touch on without me trying to go off on one because I tend to have this thing on just going off on one mm-hmm. in this new season we're producing that it's going to be looking out for me just not going off topic to stick on topic so I'm going to be doing my best to do that just now and I guess before we even get into anything um, it would be good for the folks that are not aware about who you are is it let's can we can we do that in the form of an introduction can can we do that in like a minute of obvious of introducing yourself without like yeah let's see how we get on with that because i can speak to the i don't know how far i can go i'm just gonna shut my mouth but um ken do you mind just talking about the work you do you are for folks yeah, who don't yeah, know yeah, like you know yeah peace to everyone out there in, in podcast land in the in the multiverse in the sonic multiverse uh i'm kenny baraka lyricist facilitator I uh, am originally from, grew up and originally from Luton. That's that's not real. No, no, I'm not. No, 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 I'm not from Luton. Big up to Luton. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> uh, came to the UK about. I like throwing that out there every once in a while and seeing people wrap, hear people wrap their head around like Luton. Real? Bro, I was the same thing. I was like, what? Now, originally from Brooklyn, New York, I came to the UK close to 20 years ago now uh, doing music and fell in love with the place mm. and fell in love with the work that I was that I was able to, to end up doing here, uh, which is, you know, working with the youngest, uh, helping them to to, I guess, master themselves and in in, in mastering themselves, master their craft, Uh, whether it be writing song lyrics, uh, poetry, prose, performing, uh, or just basic life management skills. Um, And it gave me a chance to 
that work gave me a chance to, I guess, combine some things that I had done. Some of my experiences taught for a very long time back in the States. Uh, and obviously with the music background allowed me to put those two things together uh, and, and find, find a path, find a path that was, that was mine and find a place like apples and snakes uh, who was willing to help, you know, I guess expand that and put me in, in positions where I could reach more of the demographic and the communities that, that I really want to work with. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. John? How's everyone doing? Uh, good to be here. Appreciate the uh, opportunity. Uh, my name is John Bernard. I'm a spoken word poet, rapper, uh, writer, and uh, youth mentor. Um, funny enough, originally from Southeast London, but uh, moved to Coventry. Hey. Moved South. to Coventry 11. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Coventry's now home. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never look back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think for me it's um, it's words. I've, I've always been into words. I've always enjoyed words. Um, my my mom's always instilled that thing of you know words are powerful. So I've always gravitated to words in that sense and the creative side of things. Um, lost my mom at a young age. Became orphan at a young age. So um, for me, what I kind of I always say what kept me sane or what kept me sort of pushing was what I was putting, what I was diarising from an early age, writing the, the poetry, writing the music, writing lyrics. And uh, that kind of helped me to sort of express what I couldn't express audibly, I could just put into words to the point where then I was able to, you know, communicate those words, you know, in poetic mm. form or lyrics or rap, whatever it was at that time. Um, so having that sort of background, I've always wanted to to give back. I've always wanted to help my community. Um, after I went to university, um, I was at a position where I secured a grad scheme job, worked my way up, and um, I was just driving back to my old area, and um, I was just seeing a circle, seeing younger me's, and um, I just it, something just hit my heart, and I was like, I need to, I need to do something about it. I just need to give back, and uh, again, I put my creative side to on a shelf. I didn't really want to do anything creative. I wanted to focus on you know the corporate world, and um, I knew that wasn't me in that sense. So mm. I went back to the creative world and uh, just never looked back, never looked back again and uh, created a, a social enterprise called BASE, which stands for Be A Change Everywhere. And we work with young people in Coventry between the ages of 11 and 18 year olds, uh, working on poetry, music production, songwriting, mentoring, that sort of thing. Mm. Yeah. Um, there, there's this common kind of theme that's coming from both of your introductions. Thank you for that, by the way. Um, and... So I'm just thinking around, it's not just the one area of work you do, right? So, do you know, it's sometimes I get mad awkward when people read off a biography, you know, they're like, poet, playwright, da-da, da-da. And it's enough to kind of stop. It's like, you just keep on guy, just guy, just going, you're going. And I feel like with that, though, in there, in there lies a curiosity is you just don't want to stay in one lane. Have you always felt that within the, the work that both of you do in terms of, I just don't want to sit in this bag. What is, what's kind of taking you from this area to this area to this area? How does your curiosity feed your creativity? Um, I'll jump on that, John. Uh, I think I think it's natural. I think it's human for us to put things to define things. You know what I mean? I think that that's necessary. One of the one of the best things I ever heard was you always sound like somebody till somebody sounds like you. You do what you do until you show them different. And that's understandable. And I think what what we do is we transform 
what their conception of that one thing is without needing to say, I do this, that, this, that, um, you know, X, Y, and Z, slash, you know, slash, slash. Um, They see perhaps you come in as a a mentor or facilitator, but then be able to also communicate with them, with, with the youngers on a musical level, on a creative level, on a street level, on a road level, you get me? So I think I get boxes, but I think what we do is hopefully what we try and do is, you know, break that box apart or, you know, kind of like if it was theaters, kind of like get rid of that fourth wall and say, these, this is what all of that can be. If that makes any sense. Um, yeah. I think that speaks to the first issue, your, your first, the first part of your question, which was kind of like, how do you deal with people saying, you know, seeing you in this one lane, John, maybe you want to speak to the idea of how, what was it? How, our creativity feeds our work or how work yeah, feeds our cur- how the, the, how your curiosity works because I feel like we get into these positions sometimes because you're curious oh what is it like in this area let's let's see what how does yeah let, let's just see how it works sometimes it works out sometimes it doesn't work out but the fact that you are in a position to be like you you you, you are this you are this you've done this you've done this it means that curiosity to a certain degree is worked out it's made some sense, right? So how how does that curiosity continue to feed it? But there's pros and cons to that, right? Because it's almost like how how long is a piece of string? Yeah. <laughs> like how far are you willing to kind of see with your curiosity and keep hey, building and keep building and keep building? You know, one of my youngest once told me, and this is the thing working with them. I said that to one of my youngest. I said, "It's like how long is a piece of string?" He was like, "Well, from the middle to the end times too." I was like. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> not going to say that anymore. All right, then. Sorry, as we digress. Sorry, John. Yeah, we're well, say- it's like, yeah with, how does it work on your side in terms of like, how do you, how, how does your curiosity feed your creativity? You know what? I feel like as a creative, you, you have to be curious, anyways. I feel like you can't be a creative without having that sense of curiosity. Um, for, me, for, me, for me personally, I feel like words are foundational. So wherever that leads to, whether it's speaking, whether it's right, wherever it is, the foundation of it is words. Um, so the way I've always looked at it is the way like Ice Cube's always said it is, uh, if you can write a rap, you can write a script. If you can write a script, you can direct one. So it's about, but everything stems from what are you good at, you know, and um, and not not limiting that that thing. Um, so I feel like sometimes we can, we can we can limit ourselves by saying that, you know, because of our backgrounds or because where we're from, where we've grown up, you know, we're only going to stick to this lane. And, uh, and say, for example, I've grown up in an urban area, working class area, and say the only thing that we did was rap, right? Yeah. And the funny thing is, even to this day, you know, when I tell them, when I told kids I'm a poet, they're like, what? How can you be a poet? You're from the Audemars. Like, how does that make sense? <laughs> you know, they don't put two and two together. So yeah. it's crazy. But then I'm like, you, you write, right? They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why are you not a poet? But mm. you have to be Shakespeare to be a poet. And then these conceptions, right? So it's like yeah. sometimes we limit ourselves because we're viewing it in a different way rather than seeing like, you know, where can where can that particular thing lead to? So if it's words, for example, you know, can it end up you writing speeches for prime ministers or whatever it is? Can it end up you writing books? Can it end up to you writing scripts, you know, or you speaking? So I feel like it's just um, um, allowing ourselves to, to kind of see past the limits and some of these limits are placed by ourselves or obviously people around us or our communities or the structures that have been put in place. So um, it's up to ourselves to kind of, and, and our mentors as well, to help us reformat our minds, you know, in, in, in essence. Thank you. And I, um, I look forward to discussing the ways in which you work within the community to 
kind of broaden that kind of mindset in terms of, or what, if you write, why have you not considered being a poet as well mm. as being a rapper mm. or a yeah. singer just or a playwright or like writing for radio or something like that? How do you get to a point where something is seen in one way and then you kind of open the, the absolute window on that idea? Mm. But for, before we get into that, let's get into a poem. Let's get into a poem. And John, um, can you bless us with 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 some of your work, please, if you don't mind? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, Dream Do Achieve. So I wrote this poem again. It's it's just kind of set um, set a tone to like you know how we've grown up and uh, how we used to see things to how we see things now. And um, yeah, so the only silver spoon we had was the one we stirred our cups of teas with. We wore untellable smiles proudly, for they preserved our house so secret. And if demons were just the figment of our indoctrination, then how do you explain the infestation of discord in regards to family relations? But home was always the safest. As one hug from mom would always convey I was a favorite. My sibling disagrees, but I guess it's all a matter of interpretation. I grew up in a city of preserved monuments, a community integration where our social status was that mutual friend that connected us. A place where School teachers did not have much faith in us. In fact, no, tell a lie. There were remnant who were caring because I guess they understood that everything colossal usually had a humble inception. And our gifts were meant to be the tunnel out of these trenches. And without sounding pretentious, I knew there was more than this concrete struggle. We just had to cement it, to live like we meant it. Meaning with a purposeful drive to strive for perfection. Our witness childhood friends get sentenced for serious offenses. I wonder if that had been affirmed, would their struggle for acceptance? Weary tears leaked onto their mother's cheeks. See, we pay for our choices and there are no receipts, just the hope and repentance. No accountability, just a lot of suggestions. It's no wonder why they're still carrying that burden of rejection. However, pain, though distressful, is insightful. Despite all the tries to ensure what's inside falls, grandma's prayers are still waging war, so we're praying for a better tomorrow for our firstborns and the ones to follow. That they may be more inclined to invest than splash on bottles. So the matter I'm always trying to impress on is relatable role models. I'm trying to be the change that I crave for throughout the lessons. Because sometimes experience is best viewed from an objective lens. I know God forgives, but scars remain tangible enough to provoke our senses, so it's senseless to embark on a journey that needs neglecting. But sometimes we're the one betting on our failure. It's not our fault, we just accommodated the mindsets of our areas. But understanding what's at stake, we stand for this next generation's sake, shaking his stains left by these waste of space. So-called role models, I mean rappers, I mean role models, I mean rappers that spat bullets indiscriminately. So we caught their strays. But how good it was to see MGA and DDA proving that you can dream, do and achieve if you just apply some faith. I sat with Louis and I could brutally smell the fragrance of humility, but perceived the lion's hunger in his eyes. I said not to make it, it would be lunacy. He said, John, forget fame. I'm doing this so my family can live their dreams through me. So let the tears fall and the muscle ache and let them premeditate their scrutiny, but I refuse to die full this potential we pulled out for the youth to drink. So we can all achieve the unachievable, regardless of past mistakes, because there can only be one you. So do not stop to emulate, because there are too many syndicates and mediocre lies, but your heart's always speaking. Enjoy the open mic. So amplify clearly the desires that cease to decline, because most of the time what we're called to become is what consistently disturbs our minds. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you, man. Yeah. Jeez. Thank you, thank you. Wicked. Thank yes. you so much, man. Thank you, thank you so much. That's big. That's big. Uh, listen, 
I, I listen, as I was just kind of listening in on that piece, I'm thinking about the journey, of course. I always think about journey. Um, I think on your um, on your on your IG, I thought I'm not sure which one it was, but you were just like, yesterday's price is not today's price. <laughs> <laughs> and it made me think about that price yesterday, that price, like early doors when you was doing this. I remember, I remember what some of the fees that I was taking just to do like a 15 minute gig or a 25 minute gig. I would look at it now just thinking, I you're me ah. <laughs> They, what they done to you then they'll never they'll never try it again never in their really. life ever 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 what? so I'm thinking to that so I'm wondering about that journey as if you could pinpoint a, a specific moment in your in your career so far what what points are memorable to you and and Kenny similar before I even had the idea of doing a, a solo show you've been doing shows do you see what I mean like mm. shows are nothing they're not new to you. Like you've been working with a variety of different um, age groups, looking at a variety of different topics, so to speak, as well. Like if there was a point for yourself in regards to your journey, is there a specific moment that you remember clearly that almost that keeps you going, that, that a moment that you kind of return to to be like, this is what you was doing. This is what you're doing now. How do I move forward? So I'm just going to throw that out there. I don't know who wants to kind of go first, you know? What yeah. can you can you can you quickly reframe that? So so what we wanna what we wanna explore is the moment. Yeah, just like a specific, a significant moment that you remember in your in your journey at some point in time that you that that always comes to mind every single point. Could be a moment that you kind of reflect on that makes you smile. Could be a point if you're feeling low, you kind of go back to you'd be like, all right, cool. This is why I keep need to do what I'm doing, if that makes any sense, you know. Yeah. Um, John's one's more. I feel like John's one's. In, he was specific. It's like yesterday's price is not yeah. today's price. I'm yeah. like, boy, what do you remember? What that price was yeah. in regards <laughs> to yesterday, and how that's changed along along that journey. So, could be anything. Feel free. Could be anything. But I'm just really interested in that part of your of your of your own journeys individually. I see. Per- personally, for me, that there's quite a few things. I feel like. Um, one is being able to to have a relationship with you know poets and artists that I've looked up to, man. Like mm. I feel like for me that's that's a huge thing, you know. Um, being part of like um, like situations where you know in the same room with artists like Casey Bailey, Steve Camden, yourself, you know, all um, oh, this this is for me right now. This this is this is that moment, you know, especially things like this. Um, being able to be with a mayor and a mayor asking for my picture, you know, that's, a, that's a, you know, that's that's a humbling thing for me personally, hundred percent. You know, um, it's just situations like that, and uh, more so as well. Being able to create a different legacy for 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 my parents' sake, because um, obviously my teenage life was completely different to the life that I'm living right now. You know, I'm coming from a situation I was arrested multiple times and so forth and so on. To you know, that was a that that wasn't a legacy that I wanted my my, my parents to 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 be remembered for in that sense. So mm-hmm. I feel like now for me saying it was yesterday's price, not you know, it's not today's price. It's almost you know the legacy value. You know yeah. that th- things are different. You know, in 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 that sense, you know, my kids can 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 look at 
dad is saying, you know, dad's doing bits, you know, he's doing all right. Mm. Still. Things like that makes it, yeah. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Ken? Um, it's funny. It was a, it was a, it was an apples and snakes project. Um, and we were working out in Cali on Caledonian road. Um, and it was in this youth, youth, youth center in the basement. And, you know, we were in a room in the youth center in the basement and there's supposed to be about six or seven youngers that's supposed to show up and work on lyric writing and, and such. And only one younger showed up and we spent that like hour and a half just banging through techniques and, 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 standards of the craft you have writing and mm. you know looking at things like extended rhyme schemes and uh assonance versus rhyming words and uh posing questions uh to such mm. about a year and a half later um i i hear well i don't know must be on a mixtape somewhere and i hear i'm like whoo that song right there hit him up and he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing such and such. Here's my, whatever it was at the time. I guess it was probably Facebook or something. Uh, and this is like another three or four months later. And he drops a mixtape and I listen to the mixtape and he does this, he does a remix of, uh, I forget what Jay-Z song. Uh, and he shouts me out something along the lines of uh, my older Kenny, Obi-Wan Kenobi showed me how to use the force. And I'm like, Oh, mm. Oh, that's it. That's what this is all about. That's what, that's what this is. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's mm. someone who's, you know, John, like <laughs> we made it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And the, the, the idea is to, to help others see that they are making it as well. Yeah. You get me? It's not like we made it. We're out. We're making it. We're doing it. Um, and to pass that on, pass those lessons on and to hear and you know, years on later, <laughs> this young is nasty. Oh, 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 he's, oh, he's just ridiculous at it. Mm -hmm. Um, and to know that he saw me as being fundamental to his growth. Mm -hmm. He already had it. I didn't, you know, like you said, I think John, you were saying something to along the lines of really what it's about. Maybe it was you, Yomi, that was talking about uh, the idea is to push somebody. It was you, Yomi, that was talking about the idea of, of of mentors or coaches to push people further than they think they can go. Mm -hmm. It's not really to teach them anything new, but just to say, yeah, that's good, but you could do better. Yeah. Yeah. You mad, but you could be mad. son. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And, and to, to, for him to do that and to put me to, to frame it with the Obi-Wan as a big Star Wars fan, <laughs> kind of like that, you know, the fact, you know, Obi-Wan's not the, he wasn't the, the star of the show. He wasn't a famed Jedi, but people who knew, knew, you know, Obi-Wan's like a Jedi's Jedi. You get me? <laughs> An yeah, artist, yeah. artist. Um, and that helped me to really kind of understand, I think, what my purpose, my purpose is. Do you know what I mean? And it's not necessarily to be the one, mm -hmm. but it's to help teach, it's help, help, help realize the many ones. Wow, wow, wow. And um, the work you both do, aside from just being lyricists in, in your own right, is, is selfless because to a certain degree you are, you are mentors, you, 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 
you offer advice and guidance to to a, a young cohort of people that might just not know what what's the next route, what's going on, what's happening, right? Um, and I feel like it's 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 a selfless act. I feel like it is selfish so, though. It is selfish it, though. I mean, no, let me let me. Like I thought in the first instance, I, you know, I want to welcome that thought in the in the in the in selfishness of it because I, I we're here to talk. We're here. Let's talk shit. Um, yeah. We're here to absolutely talk it. But what what I mean in regards to the selflessness of it is is that you it's coming from a from a pure place. Do you see what I mean? Like you're, you're, it's coming from a space where you you genuinely want the best for an individual. Mm. Mm. Do you see what I mean? Like you want the best for an individual, and and when that then happens and it comes back tenfold, you it hits you differently. Do you see what I mean? Uh, it, it, there's a there's a specific feeling that can that you get from that. I in shine, terms you of the shine. Yeah. I shine, you shine. Right? Yeah, there's a, there's, yeah, there's yeah. that sense of community that sits in me because, and I feel like I feel passion. I feel very passionate about the community side of the work that I do because I I felt the part of the community that supported me when I was on the come up, so to speak, within this field of work. And I was also faced with the gatekeeping side of this life as well that made it difficult for me to get into this place. Mm. So one of the things I've always told myself is, should I ever be in a position like these folks that almost didn't offer me any position in the first instance? How can I start the process of trying to break that as best as possible and it's not easy especially when you're in a position of of making decisions you see what i mean but and i think it's it's key to have people close to you that can assist and support in the process of making changes and i think the work that you both do aims to do that as well type thing but i'm but i want to I want to just talk on that a bit, but I'm really keen on hearing the selfish side of life because we're here to talk on this. Let's talk the things. Let's talk. No, I just things. No, I mean, I I, I like I like your reframing of it because it it is it does come from a pure place Mm. and a genuine place of that. Like we, you know, like we, you know, to echo the the I shine, you shine, and knowing that the better you do, the better I do. The better I do, Mm. the better you do. Uh, We can't separate ourselves from the community. We are the community. I guess what I was speaking to was the fact that how how odd a thing it is for us as performers to as people who are performers to give to give so much of what we give our blood sweat and tears for to people who we barely know mm. to beg of their approval of to a certain extent yeah we're doing this because we want to get something from it. Um, we do it because it makes us feel good. And I think that's the pure place you were speaking of. It's selfish in the sense that I wouldn't be doing it if it didn't make me feel good. I wouldn't be working with them if it didn't give me a sense of purpose. I wouldn't be doing it if it didn't better my craft. I wouldn't. Mm. But it does make me feel good. And it does better my craft. And it does give me a better sense of purpose. So in that sense, I, I, I think that, you know, because I, I don't want to romanticize. I, I think sometimes we romanticize it. Do you get me? With, this self, mm. with these, you know, selfless oh, vessels that are just here to, 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 do the, to do righteous works. And yes, we are. But you know what I mean? There's like, there's, there's, there's no shame in the hustle. You get me? Like, oh, oh. <laughs> we're doing this because 
we love to do it and it, it does what it does for us. And it's a beautiful thing that in doing that, I shine, you shine. And I think that, I think, John, you spoke to it earlier for me when you said you go with what you're good at. <laughs> you start with what you're good at. You start at that, that base skill set. Yeah. And then you let that evolve and expand and flourish. Yeah. Um, Yomi, you, you know that. I was, listen, get it, get I'm, it. I'm with you. No, 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 no. I'm like, I'm not, me, that's me, me. I'm not trying to romanticize. There's a reason why I don't think I'm best suited to try work with like under eights or other whatsoever. Like, <laughs> at one point, the point, the point when one kid took, the point when one kid took my, took oh, my shit. glove, took yeah. my gloves in winter and ran down the swing. And I'm like, I ain't chasing you down there. And this will be the last time you're going to see me trying to work in this situation because I can't do this. I just can't do this. Let me, I got kids. Let me, that's going to be the engagement. And that's as far as it goes. Ain't no romanticizing there. I'm just not trying to get myself in stress. That's not what I'm trying to do. So yeah, I do... Um, hundred percent. I hear you. I think there is something. I don't know if there's anything for me. I don't. I don't know if I go into working with young people thinking automatically, what am I going to get out of it? I think that part comes after the work in terms of the reflection or how did I feel in regards to it? Because to be fair, and as you know, both of the work that you know you both do and I do, some of these kids, hey, it ain't easy. It's not. It, what? It's not easy i've had things thrown at me i've had weapons brandished in my face i've had all kinds of different experiences with young people on a one week and then the, the next week they're like oh you almost got on i'm like yo wasn't it you they were just dashing something <laughs> in my face the other day what do you expect me to be saying to you right now so there's definitely i wouldn't definitely think that there's a different thing that that there's a different kind of um spirit a different kind of energy is required for it all right, folks, ha, we've reached the end of part one of this conversation. Join us for part two in the next episode of Apples and Snakes, the podcast. I've been your host, Yomi Shode, and I hope you've enjoyed today's deep dive into the lives of black British poets and creatives. Big ups to audio producer Drew Hawley at the Lab Studios. If you want to find out more about Apples and Snakes, head over to www.applesandsnakes.org and follow Apples and Snakes on all social media channels. And remember, if you like what you're hearing, please, please, please subscribe wherever you would usually listen to your podcast and rate us and leave a review on Apple Podcasts.